0: So like, is this, are you are you doing it? Are yeah, doing it? it's been on. It's been on for seconds now. It's it,
1: we've worked on this. Red light, like, Ryan. The red light doesn't mean shit. Red we we is, worked on this.
0: Venue of recording. Red light means recording. How am I supposed to know? Have you ever seen a movie where they have a video camera? Their red yeah. light always means recording.
1: No one has right. video cameras anymore. People right. use their cell phone. All right. You hey, know it's
0: too fucking uh, late. This is the intro. We're not fucking redoing it.
1: God damn it. <laughs> a year and a half in, we were doing this. Well, this is amateur hour bullshit. We We've be gotten better. worse. We've gotten worse. We've got. We're declining.
0: We're declining.
1: Our trend would be, you know, we're, we're, we have occasional flashes, but the trend may be functionally settling out. And we apologize yeah. for that. We'll get better. Fans, I can only apologize for
0: this. All right, All right. Just, we'll, we'll have a better discussion. If, if only we had met before this podcast and talked about it in advance.
1: Do you think other podcasts do that? Do you think that they think... meticulously plan out exactly what they're going to talk about and like share notes and do you think that they're <laughs> faxing things back and forth so they can- I don't think they're chip?
0: faxing, but I do think there's like a, a producer that kind of just manages this. Like what we're missing is the producer. Like we, we really should just be the talent. That's the problem. That is what we have here.
1: We do have the talent. I we
0: don't, have the I don't talent. Think,
1: no one's disputing that.
0: Yeah, it's it's the production quality that may be lacking on on probably my part and maybe a little on yours. So don't, don't be so hard on yourself. I did literally go out and buy a new computer for this
1: enterprise. And that was. I, I, a a, I had a new
0: microphone for it, which is kind of nice. So. Yeah, I, um, yeah,
1: I remember that microphone. It looked nice. Yeah. We gotta get better at the intros. I, okay, think, right. I think
0: we've just given ourselves up. All right. The, right. This was the last bad one. From now on, they're going to be gold. Yeah, every we, time. I'm going to we're going to spend a whole day this week just I'm practicing a shower. There we go. Yeah. Okay.
1: I I need like the, that silent countdown. You know, five, four,
0: three. Mm, mm. That that's not silent though. You mean well? Well, that mm, mm was was you know was verbalized when in actuality yeah. it would be silent. You know, maybe we could try doing a, a video one. I don't know how that would work. I haven't figured that out yet, but that would probably uh, work better. Yeah. You know. Okay, do you think I'd have to wear pants? I don't really care as long as I don't have to see what's below there. I mean... That's why people would watch. I'm not wearing a shirt right now, so... Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So this is All the right. Brooks and Raymer podcast. That's, and, uh, we're still
1: getting... We've effed up... We haven't intro. introduced ourselves, yeah. The, introduce, the introduction is still... Uh, we gotta get better at this. Mm-hmm. All right, my man, what are you drinking
0: today? So on this Memorial Day, I actually went to the store and I was feeling a refreshing hard iced tea. So I got I got the twisted tea. I know it's not manly, but it's actually quite delicious. I've been working in the yard a little bit. Yeah. And it's it's pretty refreshing.
1: I I got no criticism for that. Uh, Yeah. Uh, You're not going to hear me call out another person's drink choice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I myself appreciate uh, that. So the liquor stores in Pennsylvania have not yet reopened, or they have reopened, but it's a pain in the ass to get liquor. You got to like call them and orchestrate some great Mm -hmm. maneuver. And uh, so I haven't yet really done that. So I'm still, I'm working off the remnants, the fumes of of what was left over from February. Uh, So today I've drained my last handle. Uh, It was rum. Um, I mistakenly got it thinking it was legitimate rum. Unfortunately, it was coconut flavored piss weak rum. It only was like 18. That's not that good. That was like good 18 mic. proof, like Ugh. 18% or 18 proof. In either case, super weak, barely worth it. So it is the only thing that was left. And uh, so I'm cutting that with some cranberry juice and I'm not terribly mm-hmm. proud of myself right now. Um, yeah, not it's probably kind of tasty though. It is probably tasty. It is like tasty. It's a little sweet, yeah. but I'm not proud of it because it's just, there's no punch there. There's nothing. Yeah. What's yeah. the point? And you like,
0: you like your drinks pretty strong too. Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, and I mean, it, it tastes fine. It tastes sweet or whatever, but there's, there's no ass. I, right. you know, I need some mass, and it's not there. I'm sorry. So, well, no, yeah. It just means I'm going to have to go through the bullshit of uh, somehow purchasing liquor. Did I tell you I made a black market
0: underhand deal uh, liquor buy about two weeks ago? No, no, this is a good... Let's hear about it. Uh,
1: an acquaintance at work um, let slip. I don't know if it was intentional or not, that they had some... Uh, Leftover liquor from their wedding that they had bought all the liquor and it was in their basement, mm. and uh, I was led to believe initially that it was we were talking about cases, you know, cases, and and uh, so I was ready to uh, open up the checkbook, and uh, right. you know allow commerce to flow, and then uh, came back later. No, maybe just one handle was up for sale at this time, so uh, mm. we did come away with the full handle of uh, Jack Daniels, and Miranda managed to get the 1.5L of uh, Prosecco and uh, that's important yeah, he has been working on that for
0: mimosas in the morning. And, um,
1: and, uh, and, and I'm her, just
0: imagining is her semester done. Like, is she, w- what's she doing? Any, any she actual is, work right now?
1: So she is first of all, and foremost, she is not consuming alcohol during the working hours. Uh, I, but I, no, I, I figured that I just, uh, she is still teaching, um, and grading high school German projects. Believe it or not, teenagers, not terribly incentivized to work on their German homework in the first place, super unmotivated during a pandemic. Mm-hmm, German would mm-hmm. appear to be the lowest of priorities when teenagers are doing homework. Who knew? I'm Who not surprised that by that. Yeah. I, yeah. I was neither. but it's a continual, <laughs> it's, con- it's a continual surprise. To some <laughs> that so <laughs> that these kids are not turning in their German homework. Is she, is she just angry? <laughs> She's just sitting here
0: like, it's like eight o'clock at night. She's pounding Prosecco. Just like Jeremy did not do his homework again. This is the third German homework he hasn't done. He has, He's stuck yeah. in his house.
1: Yeah. Some kid emailed her and said, uh, hey, if I don't do this, will I still pass? <laughs> Which just set her off.
0: Like the answer is probably yes. Right. Yeah. Like, I imagine at, at yeah. this point, they're probably not failing a lot of kids. No, you know? no. no. So, She'd
1: have to work pretty hard to fail a kid. And uh, I had to tell her. Uh, Well, you know what, if I was a high school senior, and uh, I had, you know, hours left in my high school career, and I had to choose between, you know, German or, you know, English, um, you know, algebra or some shit, uh, I'm probably going to choose the other one. And uh, yeah, unless you're
0: like passionate about German.
1: Yeah, and she understood that. No, she gets it. But uh, it is uh, entertaining how frustrated she still gets that kids, uh, you know, don't work on their German homework when they're at home during a pandemic.
0: So as somebody that is taking classes right now, now they've all been online, but I, I am even less motivated. Like, I don't know, I just find it hard to, it just feels like nothing matters that much right now. So you're just like, oh yeah, you know, like, ah, you know, I don't really care. And they gave us the option of doing like pass fail instead of letter grade. So like, it's pretty, it's pretty hard to fail uh, like a, a master's level course. Like yeah. if you do the, if you do the the work, you're, you may not get an A, but you're going to get like a B or, or higher, you know?
1: Yeah. So. I think, correct me. Isn't a C almost failing? Like if they give you a C, like, is there a way that you
0: wouldn't get credit for that? I, I'm not sure, but I, I think it would be really hard to get a C in these. Yeah. Persons. I think C's so, are
1: like uh, yeah. the professor saying, Hey, fuck you, buddy.
0: Yeah. 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 So I wonder, uh, I just feel like classes online, everywhere just not not a lot of motivation you know yeah yeah i agree So i feel bad for i feel bad for
1: well so she goes on summer break here in about a week so
0: Mm. that'll be it'll be refreshing to get away from school
1: yeah she will cease to uh i see what you did there Uh, she (laughs) will will cease to deserve our sympathy because she will be on a break for two and a half months
0: exactly so so what uh what do you so the the only you know real sports I've consumed a lot recently has been the the Last Dance, which you kind of touched on uh, touched on a while ago. But yep. uh, have you finished it, Brian? I have finished it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So all ten episodes, it is a little bit of a a Jordan love fest, wouldn't you agree? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think that there's any hesitation there. I don't think that I don't think it was ever trying to not be that.
0: Right. And and you know to be wherever you have him, he's in like your top two or three of players, whoever you're talking to. So yeah, deservedly deserve, you know, gets love and all that stuff. But I just found it interesting as I lived through that, but I didn't, I don't necessarily, I wasn't following it. Like, I don't think many people were outside of like Chicago. There's nobody followed sports the way they do now. Right.
1: Uh, I, I disagree. I think they did. I think, yeah, I think people were hyper fans in the eighties and the nineties and the, I think the difference is is social media and and ESPN being on twenty four. I mean, ESPN was on twenty four hours a day then, but I mean, I think you know they they'd move away from the top three or four subjects, unlike they do now. Now they have, you know, how many hours a week do they talk about the NFL? And it's May. I don't think that they were showing hour long episodes of NFL today in May in you know nineteen ninety six. I think yeah. Yeah, I think you maybe get two or three minutes on Sports Center a day about the NFL. Not even two or three minutes; probably like twenty seconds. But you know, they they've transitioned away from everything and focused on three or four things, and uh, and that's why it feels different. But I no, I think there are super fans in the '80s that okay. cared about All the right. Bulls. I, though, I guess
0: it's just it feels like now you're we're just saturated with stuff, whereas then yeah. I guess you're reading the newspaper, and and I, I think that contributes to why he was such a phenomenon. It, it was more mysterious, almost right. Like you read about him, maybe you saw some highlights, but it wasn't like you were following him on Instagram and and all. You know, yeah. I think I think that led to his existence of like living in that hotel room and his friends were like old security guards. You know, yeah, <laughs> that was good. I really, I think I don't know if we talked about this earlier. I enjoyed his
1: hyper competitiveness where they were bored and they were just tossing quarters against the wall to see. Who can get the
0: quarter closest to the wall? Yeah. That
1: might have been one of my favorite little, you know, behind the scenes. Like we well, hear that all for- the
0: time about him, right? Is that he just yeah. had to turn everything into a competition? And like, yeah. like even that, he's competing against these like unathletic security guards, and and like the one beats him, and like you could tell. Oh, you can tell was he's pissed. pissed. Yeah, yeah he's no. pissed. <laughs>
1: he's pissed. Yeah. Like, that That wasn't, No, that was like, okay, I'm done with this game. And, and you could tell, like, he was going to come back the next day. He was probably going to go practice the quarters game.
0: <laughs> he's that, that night, he's throwing quarters at the wall in his yeah. hotel room. I don't so. even know if he was
1: waiting until, I think it was like a timeout break in the third quarter of the game. And Jordan's <laughs> like, hey, give me this, Give me the quarter. I got to toss it, you know, see if I can nail the sideline. I yeah. think that's, that's what we're talking about.
0: So, who's your favorite non Jordan character out, out of the whole thing? Oh, like, is it a, you know, is it a bowl? Is it, you know, I thought they put a lot of emphasis on Steve Kerr. I, I don't know. Maybe that was just me. I was like, seemed retrospective. I don't think he was as important to those teams as like they're well, making
1: it out. I to. mean, I think that's because, you know, he's gone on, you know, obviously the coach of the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think that's somewhat justified because, I mean, the audience is. In 2020, so the audience knows who Steve Kerr is. The audience doesn't necessarily know who Horace
0: Grant is, right? But like, I thought Horace Grant was way more important to some of those teams, and like, they barely talked to him. It felt like, you know. No, but, I, I, I'm not yeah.
1: disagreeing, but the P- who is my favorite non or non Jordan? I
0: I don't know. I, so my my favorite was I I really like B.J. Armstrong. I don't he know was, why. Yeah, I enjoyed his interviews, like when he's talking about. Him and Charlotte, I think it was Charlotte when he's playing him in the.
1: Oh yeah, and he he went off for the one game.
0: Yeah, he went off and he he kind of rubbed it in their face a little bit. (laughs) Yeah, like he realized quickly. I love how the whole league was like, (laughs) I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, the whole league's like, just don't antagonize him. Like if you beat him, you're lucky. You know, like (laughs) yeah. (laughs) I did love
1: in the last episode they were talking about the Utah Jazz and game three was a blowout and they're showing Jerry Sloan afterwards and he said, "Was that the score?" That that we scored 54 points in an NBA <laughs> final game. Like Jerry Stone was in the post game press conference, shocked that they only got 54. You have it literally, like, think you know, top three NBA scorer of all time, and they scored 54 in an NBA final. Yeah,
0: game. They, they've got two Hall of Famers on their team. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I think the question of like, would he have won the seventh one, is interesting at the end, and. You know, could he have, if he hadn't left for baseball, would he have won more? And I I think, I mean, personally, just the way everything went, like, I think he was exhausted, man. That team was done. He was. They they barely beat the Pacers, right? I mean, yeah, they they beat Utah, but like that Utah team could have beaten them. Yeah.
1: The Pacers, I think, were probably their biggest challenge that year. What shocked me, though, is at the end is how many times they went against teams that were also old none of the young teams i I know in the nba it takes three or four years for a player even the best three or four years for the player to challenge at a championship level and you're seeing that with Giannis tentacupo but how in 98 were there no other teams that were and i like i say the pacers were probably
0: the closest one and so i mean you think the the teams that were young like shaq and kobe were together that year they just weren't that good yet. Well, yeah, like I say, it takes two or four years and Kobe. You know, they had first the, the Spurs with Duncan and and uh Robinson. I think I don't know if well, Duncan had been drafted yet. Yeah, no, but, Duncan
1: was drafted after that and the yeah. Spurs won the next year. It was an NBA it was a shortened, it was only fifty games
0: and the Spurs won
1: next year and, and with Tim Duncan.
0: But I yeah. just think that age thing, so I, I think it's changed for a couple of reasons. So I think players stayed until they were twenty one or twenty two back then, right? Yep, so you you just true. got they're into the league later. And I think yep. coaches didn't play, you know, their 19-year-olds as much. Like, you played your veterans. It, they valued the veterans. So, it was just like yeah, – that's fair. That's you know, fair. It was a different time. It's You know, we didn't realize that, like, oh, young legs can run more. And you know what I mean? Like, that yeah. kind
1: of stuff. Yeah. I mean, and obviously, they valued the outside shot less than they do now. But Right. Steph Curry yeah. will, you know, change the game in that way. Uh, I would say absolutely they would have won more if he had not left for baseball. Um, that's a fairly easy assessment. Uh, I do not think, I do not, mm, if they, if they had kept the team together, yes, they, I think they would have won a seventh. I don't think they could have kept the team together. And specifically I'm speaking of Scotty Pippen. I I don't think think they could have paid Pippen and Jordan. You're right. Yeah. I I think Pippen would have gone on now. You know, what could have they gotten back for him? You know, maybe they got, you know, another second legitimate superstar. And I think, I think we said this last time. The how you see Scottie Pippen has changed a little bit because of the Last Dance documentary. I think twenty years ago you might have said Pippen was a, a sidekick, and now I think most people would say he was a legitimate number two superstar. Yeah, and the, there the was apparently
0: that, there was a trade, uh, a Pippen from a McGrady trade that they could have done. Now this mm-hmm. was this was like early McGrady, like rookie year, not great McGrady yet, but still yeah. it's interesting, you know.
1: Even so. if they'd gotten like you know pre-hurt Grant Hill or. Yeah, yeah. Pre-injury Grant Hill or somebody like that. I think they, they would have had a damn good chance at number seven, and you never want to count Jordan out.
0: Yeah, it just that's my thing is it's like Jordan just seemed to have it. Like like the last sequence in that Utah game where he's just like strips the ball. Uh, yeah, so. that
1: Yeah, that I will say that last 40 seconds where he takes it out of Malone. Well, first of all, he gets it on the drive, takes it from Malone. I don't think – all right, last question. Do you think he pushed off Brian
0: Brian Russell? I don't – I looked at it like eight times there. I don't think this is as much as – yes, he pushed. I think it could have been called an offensive foul. But I think no. he is a little bit right. Like he, no, he way is, no way that gets called. No, no, no way that gets called. No, that's not getting called even now. Like LeBron's doing that. LeBron does that every game. Not quite that to that level, but LeBron pushes off every game and it never yeah. gets called. I, so. I
1: don't think that was a foul. At all. Yeah. I don't think he – all right. We, I think they, it was fine. Yeah, right. no call.
0: Yeah. Let me ask you
1: this. So there is live sports on right now. There yes. is. You have to be up at 4 to 5 a.m. to see it. <laughs> and, and let me tell you, at my job, with the day-night thing, and, and I go to work at 4.40, I have been up at 4 a.m. Uh, in the last week. And so let me tell you, I've been watching some Korean baseball organization,
0: some KBO. Right. The The, the non-fan league. There's no fans in the stands, right? They've well, got... I mean, they
1: have fans. I don't think, you know, we shouldn't say. I, okay, I nah, wouldn't say. Personally, I wouldn't say
0: they don't have fans. Fan the, you're fans right. Fans are not I'm allowed wrong. to attend. Yes. Yeah. Which
1: adds, I I got used to it really fast. It's not, it doesn't bother me at all. I got used to it.
0: So I just found it interesting. Like it feels, the sounds, it's just different, right? So they're not piping. Like, so in the soccer league, they're piping in crowd noise, right? Okay. And and in in the baseball, like you just hear the announcers, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I kind of liked it, honestly. Like I don't need to hear the crowd to know what's exciting. Yeah. So I was thinking, I mean, I you know I don't have any idea the standings in that league or what matters or whatever. But the things I took away from it were like I think I could really get into NBA, NFL, where there's no crowds in the stands or base, you know, MLB really, and all yeah. you're hearing is like. The pitcher, you know, the, if they have mics and you're hearing like the first base coach yeah, talking like to the first grunt, baseman,
1: like to hear the actual grunt from a pitch. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Just, I, I think I would love that. I would absolutely love just like, you know, you're hearing the 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 announcer talk and then they it goes quiet and all you hear is just like the sneakers you know, on the court. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I don't I, know.
1: I think you'd see. I th- I think it would be a, a what? How do I say this? Some players would do better and some players would do worse. I think you'd see some players who are motivated by the crowd and need that anger of like a heckler or something and need that to push them over. And other players just tune the crowd out and just want to be in that moment in the competitive moment. So I'm thinking, I think it'd be interesting to see what average players become better and what
0: stars right. become worse. Who, who Who's affected, right? Cause like you yeah. and I, I mean, I've never played in front of a large crowd at, at anything really. I mean, so I don't really know what that's like. I don't know yeah. how it, but you know, these guys have been playing in front of every major league athletes been playing in front of a crowd since they were 16, you know? Oh yeah. Think of it. So, like,
1: when was the last time LeBron James played basketball in front of no one outside of, yeah. you know, like team practice?
0: Yeah. yeah. So like, it might be weird for him, you know? I'm I mean, I think LeBron would probably be okay, but you know, still, I, I don't know. I, I would be really interested. and And so just, my takeaways from the, the Korean league are like, okay, clearly it's, it's doable to do sports, right? Like and
1: if managed you know. correctly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and cause Korea is not that far ahead of us. They managed everything better than we did cause they're a smaller country and all blah, 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 a lot of other issues. But yeah. if if they can get a, a league going to me, it says we could do it too. You just need to have the right precautions and, and be willing to, not shut the entire league down if somebody tests positive. Because it's, it's going to happen. Somebody's going to test positive. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, so. I think you're starting to see some positive trends in the financial agreements between baseball players and baseball owners. Um, so it, it'll be interesting to see where that goes in the next two weeks. Let me ask you this. Do you have a favorite Korean baseball team yet?
0: No, no, I have not. I, I literally have just turned it on on ESPN, and whoever's on, that's what I watch. so, All I have right,
1: no so idea. I'm rooting for the Doosan Bears. Okay, I'll tell you this. Here's a little backstory. Uh, like let's say eight years ago, back when the Royals were still shit, uh, there somehow they figured out that there's <laughs> that I think there's on the, all these baseball posts or like Royals fan websites. This guy was posting in broken English at like two in the morning and like you know, I'm still a Royals fan, but like you know kind of a illogical scenario. And so they ended up figuring out that there's this South Korean guy who's a Royals fan. Uh, he watched like one Royals game and like literally the 93 when the Royals were average at best. And somehow he just became a lifelong Royals fan. His name was Sungwoo Lee. And he became friends with all these guys that run like all these Royals fans websites. And then when the Royals became good in 2014, they actually flew him over. And he got to watch for the first time ever. He got to watch in a Royals game at Kauffman Stadium and they won. And they brought Sung Wu Lee out after Royals win. They, there's like this guy that comes out with this flag and he hangs a W and uh, it's out on the outfield and everyone you know, kind of cheers. Anyway, Sung Wu Lee brought the W out and got to, you know, get an ovation. And anyway, so like a month ago, he still kind of participates. And they asked him, you know, like, what, what's your favorite KBO team? And he said, the Doosan Bears. And so I'm returning that sense. favor. Okay. I'm now rooting for the Doosan Bears. Like my buddy. Not actually, buddy. But Wu Lee, that he said, that's the team to like, and so that's, that's who I like. Cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. I think they're like third or fourth. It's a ten-team league. Um, and uh, I like the idea of I'm some of those with.
0: small leagues, like, yeah. like where they all play each other. It's more familiarity. Like all of the the USA leagues, they're huge, right? Like you may see the same team twice or three times. And I mean, baseball, yeah. they're you're going to see them a lot more, but still, you know, it, it kind of
1: reminds me of watching like you know ESPN on one AM and you see like you know uh, i don't know cal state fullerton against i don't know like um uc berkeley and you know there's just maybe like you know 200 people in the stands like that's what it kind of reminds me of
0: yeah yeah
1: and and you know, if i'm in that mental place then it's not that far removed from what i would think is normal
0: so i i it just gives me hope man i'm i'm excited for Whatever live sports we can get, I know there was yeah. some golf and NASCAR, and I, I'm just I'm not as into those sports watching, you know. But so speaking of golf, some, yeah,
1: yeah, I don't personally give a shit about NASCAR. It's a pack. I don't could yeah. care less. Did you watch or were you interested in yesterday's? I I Brady did tune Manning Tiger film? a little bit. Yeah. I wanted to watch it, but I was at work, and then I kind of forgot. I got busy at work, and I couldn't see it. Like,
0: tell me about watching it. So it, I was expecting a lot more shit talk. And there, I mean, they did a little bit, right? But it wasn't as much as you'd think. And then, you know, so Brady started off pretty bad. He did not play well at the beginning. Like, and then he like you and I up.
1: level bad or just like, you know, not. He
0: was shanking ball. him. I think he, I think eventually Brady, I mean, he's a better golfer than we are. But yeah. to start off, he was not doing great. Okay. So I, I'm, I don't think we would feel out of sorts playing Brady in golf. Does that make sense?
1: He, he did sink one from like 100 yards. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So he did get better. So the interesting thing was like, y- you can hear like Phil Mickelson like coaching him up. And it was just kind of cool huh. to hear like, you know, like, oh, this legend at golf coaching. I mean, another yeah. guy that's athletic, but not a golfer, you know? So yeah. um, that's, that's why
1: I wanted to watch it because, you know, yeah, you want to hear the shit talk. I also want to see like, you know, in theory, maybe I could beat Tom Brady at golf. Maybe. It's probably not. They're
0: they're different. You know, if you're a major league athlete, man, most of these guys are great at golf too. Like the Charles Barkley's are, are the rare breed. Most of them are like, you know, I can play basketball. I can throw a 90 mile per hour fastball. I can hit it 300 yard, you know, like they just do everything good. That's just their thing. So
1: you see Mahomes, and you've seen like highlights of him playing baseball, but I saw like some highlights of him playing basketball, Pat Mahomes, would embarrass you and I. Pat Mahomes oh, did I'm shit sure. on basketball court that make you say like, "What the fuck?"
0: Well, you can see him out there as a quarterback. He's pretty quick around NFL players, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so yeah. I'm sure he's pretty fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So it so. turns
1: out, if you're athletic enough to be an NFL quarterback, you may be coordinated.
0: Yeah. yeah. Possibly. Yeah. So, so
1: I missed it, but I wanted to watch it.
0: Yeah, you, you didn't miss a lot, but you could. You know, it was fun. So.
1: Okay. All right. What else
0: are you watching? So uh, I just finished the, whatever the most, I guess, season four, Better Call Saul on Netflix. I haven't watched the most recent season, um, but I, the one I finished, like, he, he just basically changed his name to, to Saul, you know? At
1: the very end, yeah.
0: the very end. He's like, I'm not going yeah. by, and he's kind of turning a little bad, like a little bit. Oh, right? yeah.
1: And, well, because you could tell um, the girlfriend really bought the act he was putting on, and then it right. turned out it was just an act, and you could tell, like, that cut in the cutter.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think she's about out, you know, so. You'll enjoy the next season. It's, the yeah. I like the Mike storyline way more than the Solco story, personally.
1: Just cuts your heart out, right? Because I remember I was watching that season and I thought for a few episodes, I was like, I don't give a shit about these German guys and this German friendship. I'm like, this is so fucking boring. And then at the end, you see like why you had to watch that.
0: Yeah, he's got to kill the German. And you're just like, like oh. it, you feel the turning point there, right? Like, yeah. where he was a cop, he's trying to do good. And and then it's like, all right, he's willing to kill this German who just wanted to see his wife, you know? I don't yeah. know. It's, it's such a slow burn, but I got into it. It's a hot uh, burn. It's intense. Yeah.
1: Uh, that is probably my favorite television program that's that's still making new things right now is, is Better Call Saul.
0: I did just start watching Sons of Anarchy. I've been told it's really good, but I'm I'm only two episodes in, so I really don't have yeah. a lot of formed thoughts yet. So.
1: I remember I liked the first season and then kind of like a lot of things, it just kinda kept doing the same bullshit and right definitely, and doing the same shit over and over and over again.
0: And so I really lost it on that show. I've been watching uh Shits Creek. Yeah, I'm you told ch- me about that. I, I have not gotten in. I don't know if, the name; just throws me off. I'm not interested. I don't, <laughs> it, I don't know. it took me three or four episodes to to really like it. And when you Is when it you come? like a, sh-
1: yes, yeah, a sitcom. It's a 22 minute, 30 minute yeah. sitcom. Uh, to to like a show, you have to like the people on the show. If you don't like the people, then you're not going to stick with it. And at first, you don't like the people. At first, they are not likable. And then you know they grow a little bit or whatever bullshit. And they become very likable and then you, you grow with the show and you're very like, and so I, I like it. There's a six season that's out. Uh, I've finished all five that are on Netflix. So I'm waiting for the six to hit Netflix and then that'll be fun. And, all right. Uh, I'll give it a, a shot.
0: Like I'm never disappointed with your, your recommendations, but sometimes it takes me a while to, yeah, to get we so.
1: where And they're, they're quick episodes. They move fast. This is one you got to get to like six, seven or eight. And then, then you'll, I think you'll look forward to the next one. Um, but I enjoy it a lot yeah and I then gotcha. season 4 the final season of Brockmire just finished about a month ago and uh that was tough to get through it was dark times in the pandemic but uh I still always love Brockmire season 1 will always be my favorite but one is
0: just awesome and then it yeah. goes downhill and then uh, yeah I'll, I'm interested in in the new, newest season I haven't seen the yeah. like newest one so. season 1 of Brockmire
1: it's I it's almost perfect and and yeah they just introduced
0: this character and it's just you're just like Oh,
1: he's yeah, awesome. it's yeah. I. they're everything's funny, and he's a real character. I mean, he's not a one-note, one-trick pony. It's I really, really dig season one. Of Brock Meyer. I love the show as as a whole, but that season one is, it, it's like comfort food for me. Right, like if you're if you're not feeling great, I'll go back to any episode in season one, and and feel good.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that, I've watched the season one a few times. Not like over and over, but I'll go back and just watch episodes. All right, so. all right. So let me tell you. I do have a little five question trivia quiz for you okay. if you're ready. Yeah, I'm going to just I I don't know what it's about, but I'm going to go 5 for 5 cuz I kill all your quizzes. So, all right, Let, you're let's not, hear
1: it. If you go 5 for 5, I will be unduly impressed. All all right. There's a chance. This is right down your eye. I don't even
0: is this sports related? What is it? It's sports related. It's specifically
1: yeah. designed for you. Okay. All, all right. right, my Kansas City Chiefs have as we've talked ad nauseum on the Brooks Mary podcast, just won Super Bowl. That's great. Your Indianapolis Colts won in 2006.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Where were you when you watched that game?
0: I was uh, at a school. I was in my, uh, or maybe I was in power. I was in my power school dorm room by myself watching on a 13 inch <laughs> television.
1: You watched it by I'm yourself. I'm not kidding. By yourself. I never yeah, knew I that. Was,
0: I was, it, you know, it was, I think it was a, what was it? Monday night, Sunday night, whatever night the Super Bowl Sunday is. night. Yeah. Sunday night. Yeah. We had, Class the next day, you know, and it was, it was just like I'm not fucking going anywhere. And it's power school. so it's not like I think I didn't have a car yet, you know. Yeah, and you can't have so, any alcohol. Yeah, can't go anywhere. So I, I had a little television. I turned it on and I watched it by myself.
1: You didn't have a buddy over. Okay, okay, Anyway, no,
0: I, you know, and and I it was out. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it way better than the the Saints Super Bowl. I don't regret my watch party versus the Chicago Bears. Okay, all right,
1: so. Here are five questions for you about your 2006 Indianapolis Colts. Oh, God. I just rewatched on ESPN. They had the 2006 AFC championship game
0: Yeah, against, versus the Patriots. Uh, against Patriots. Yeah. And, and so I, I rewatched that. That, that then... felt more, honestly, that game was more important to me than the Bears game. The Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Nobody thought I had no no illusions uh, we would lose to the Bears. You know? So, yeah. All right. So
1: here's, here's question number one. Are you ready?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Joseph Adai was mm-hmm. uh, your number one. Was a rookie. He was number mm-hmm. one round or number one draft pick. Uh, first round. Yep. He was a running back out of LSU.
0: Didn't quite live up to expectations, but yes.
1: Okay, yeah. you had another notable rookie that played for the Colts that season. Who was the other notable rookie from that uh, 2005 draft for the Colts?
0: I have some mean, answers he, for you. Was he offense or defense? He was a defensive player. Bob Sanders. Nope. Damn it. You want some hints? Sure.
1: All right. He, in his career, he played in three Pro Bowls. He was All drafted right. in the sixth round. Whew. Defensive player. He attended the University of Howard or Howard University. He just finished his career. He played last year for the New York Giants. Oh, man.
0: It... It wasn't Franey. No, Freeney went to Syracuse. Um well, who is Freeney? Mathis, yes. Robert Mathis. Nope. Damn it. I have Damn. no idea. You don't. Antoine Bethea. Oh yeah, Antoine Bethea. He was good. Safety, right? <laughs> yeah. He was good.
1: Sixth round draft pick. Yeah, he was a rookie that year, the one that, the Super Bowl. All right. Sorry, Antoine. Five for five is not looking great. Right. Yeah. All right, Antoine fear, Antoine you know, Bethea. Fix.
0: Okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, All that's right. fine. That's fine. I thought I'd get it. Okay. I feel All right. Bad.
1: Who who was, obviously, your starting quarterback, Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was the
0: backup Jimmy quarterback?
1: 40. All right, that's that's 100% correct. He was uh, round, <laughs> another round six pick in 2004. He played for the Colts from 2004, 2009. Yeah. And they cut him and he had to try out with the uh bears, I think. And uh, he was like our not perpetual
0: backup that was just everyone was like, Oh, yeah, Sorgie, if he ever plays, we're fucked. but <laughs> like,
1: yeah. yeah. So you got all right, one for two. Okay, are you ready for number three? Mm-hmm. Your starting center, mm-hmm. is, uh, Jeff Saturday, Jeff Saturday, yeah. What college did Jeff Saturday go to? You there? Oh, okay. North Carolina. I have, some, I have some hints, or I have a little backstory. Yeah.
0: God damn it! I just said North Carolina. Is you did hear me? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he, you're played right. For, uh, he, he played for he uh, played for Mac, uh, the the guy that was the Texas coach. Eventually.
1: Yeah, um, you're right. You're right. Do you know he went undrafted?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was he was small and un- unathletic. <laughs> so. Yeah.
1: He uh, he went undrafted. He tried out for Baltimore. They cut him. And then he worked for a little while as a manager at an electrical supply store.
0: Really? And, uh, I did not half- know that. That's Halfway
1: funny. through the 98 season, uh, some scout for the Colts said, you got to give him a tryout. They gave him a tryout. They signed him next January, and then he played for the Colts from 99 to 2011.
0: He's beloved here. like like <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Jeff Saturday, beloved in Indianapolis. Yeah. All right. So you knew he went to North Carolina. I'm, okay. So you're two for three.
1: Yeah, poor poor Antoine Bethea, Who knows? <laughs> All right, fourth fourth question. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Uh, the Colts entered the uh, playoffs as. Uh, here's the question: What was their regular season record, and what was their playoff seed?
0: I believe they were thirteen and three, and I think. They were either the 1 or the 2 seed, but I don't remember. I I think I can't, I can't remember if the Patriots played here or not. I I want to say they were the 1 seed, but they might have been the 2. The Colts,
1: I'm asking for the Colts.
0: I know, the Colts. Yeah. All right. Well, you're one off
1: in each. Oh, they actually had a very good regular season. They were 14 and 2. 14 and two. Yeah, they're 14 oh, okay. and 2. They and would you believe with a 14 and 2 regular season record, they were actually the number
0: 3 seed. Are you shitting me? That was the no. Kansas City year, wasn't it? No. Year? no. No,
1: the Chiefs were shit. The Chiefs were number six seed. Okay. Uh, the Colts beat the Chiefs uh, in Indianapolis in the wild card round. Right. Uh, obviously, you're not going to remember
0: this. So I, I wrote down the number. 14 two, three seed. Wow. I did yeah, not. Yeah. That's
1: a shaft. You go 14 and two and get the three seed. <laughs> that's you got
0: hosed. Who were the top two teams? Patriots, number right? One.
1: No, number one was San Diego. That was the Ladainian Tomlinson Drew. Oh, record. that that's right.
0: He was like I think he might have been the MVP or he's close to. Yeah. Yeah,
1: uh, I think Ladanian Tomlinson broke Priest Holmes' one year earlier single season touchdown record. Hmm. Number two seed was Baltimore.
0: Interesting, Baltimore. Yeah. That was still Ray Lewis, Baltimore. So yeah, Ray Lewis,
1: Baltimore. Game. Yeah. Yeah. And the Colts actually went in in round two of the playoffs. The Colts went into Baltimore and upset. Yeah.
0: Baltimore. I was worried about that game. I do remember that. You should have been. They were the number two seed. Their yeah.
1: quarterback at the time was Steve McNair.
0: Yep. Yeah, that was yeah. the post-Titans uh, McNair. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're two for four. I think
1: you're going to get these. To the last question. Okay. You're two for four. Here's the question. Uh, in the AFC Championship game, your Colts came, down, came back from being down 21-3, which was pretty amazing against Tom Brady. And that game was in Indianapolis. Here's the question. You went on to face the Chicago Bears in the Super Bowl. Who was the Bears head coach and starting quarterback?
0: Rex Grossman from the University of Florida was their quarterback. That's correct. Their head coach was Lovie Smith. That's he also correct. I don't know where he went to college, but
1: No, I don't know. He's probably coaching in college right now. That's correct. All right, you got 3 out of 5.
0: Thank you. All right. I I I feel bad about the Bethay one. <laughs> <laughs> the The record one, I I don't remember that. There's no, no
1: who you know, would, yeah. I I yeah. don't remember what the Chiefs' record was. I this. knew we were good
0: because th- there was like three or four years there where they were like had thirteen wins every year or something like they were really good, you know. Yeah. So,
1: no, yeah. fourteen and two, 13 and three, pretty much the same. That's crazy.
0: Yeah. Fourteen and two, and they were the three seed. That's a shaft. Yeah. Yeah. Considering yeah. there's teams that have made it at seven and nine as the six seed. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like,
1: I. Yeah, you, you did good with uh, Jim Sorge. You did amazing with North Carolina. I really thought I was going to get you on. I thought North Carolina was the hardest question. The only reason I know that
0: is because I've I've listened to Jeff Saturday talk uh, frequently about uh, college football. <laughs> All right. So uh, I thought you'd get Levy
1: Smith, Rex Grossman. I did not think you'd get the record. I thought that was a little unfair. Um, I was very on the fence about Antoine Bethea, and apparently I should have been on the fence.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, a... A good Colt, but a little bit of an obscure of, of the f- famous Colt players. You know what I mean? So that's fair. <laughs> so uh, there's a, a restaurant, or there was a restaurant in Indianapolis called the Stacked Pickle, and it was owned by uh, Lo- not London Fletcher. I, now I fucking can't remember his name. A middle linebacker. Huh? No, a middle Park. linebacker that played for the Colts for years. And uh, like he he wrote a whole or a whole letter that went out to like a local paper about you know they're closing during the pandemic and bankruptcy and blah blah blah. And I was yeah. like, holy shit, I didn't know he I didn't know he owned it. Now I felt bad that I didn't go there more. <laughs> 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 but anyway,
1: I appreciate that you've got financial sympathy for an NFL player.
0: Yeah, you know he kept a yeah. restaurant alive for like ten years. It's not it's not terrible. It's not no, bad. no,
1: no, they're they are uh, less, you know, uh,
0: remarkable achievements in the world. Yep. So I feel like uh, I think that's a podcast, Brian. Yeah, um, that's a you know, good we don't have, we don't have a lot of sports to talk about. Um, nope. Maybe next time we'll come back and we'll be talking about NBA playoffs. So Here, here's another point of conversation: which is worse, our introductions or our exits? Hmm. I, I would almost want their... to think our exits are worse. They are. They're, it's they're like, a, but the yeah, the, like a, the intros we 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 talk about in prep and we still fuck it up. Whereas the exits we never actually discuss. It yeah, just, we never. Yeah, so we have we, a
1: built-in excuse there.
0: Yeah, you know what we need to do is just record an exit and we just hit the button. <laughs> it like we it just that's the exit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, <laughs> so. Could
1: could the exit have some background noise with like a snow snow machine like going down the front of the street? And then you know we play it in the August, and someone says, "What the fuck is that noise?" Anyway, so what we need is
0: a, a commercial break. We could just throw it to, and uh, you know now your sponsors from yeah
1: whatever and yeah
0: this funny little quip brought to you by yeah, and then that would be it. But we don't have yeah. that, so
1: I will say every time I hear that's brought to you by Straight Talk, Straight Talk Wireless, I just want to pull my fucking hair out because. It's moronic. They just have to insert that bullshit into every little thing. And it's
0: just, who does that
1: work on? Who decides after the fifth Street Talk Wireless that, oh, shit, maybe I should check them out.
0: I don't even know where I could find Street Talk Wireless. I don't know. I I wanted to. I'd have to Google it. I'm not sure what they have. (laughs) I know it's a but
1: Yeah. I would have to Google it. Anyway. All right. Anyway. All right. All right. That brings our podcast to a wrap.